we all have hard homeschool days. It's those ones where we just feel so frustrated with our kids. Those days that we just feel defeated and maybe we wonder if we actually even want to do this or if we're cut out for it at all. And we all face so many different things on each of our individual journeys, but I really think that many of our hard homeschool days are really caused by the same issue, our desire to control and how that influences all of our reactions. So today we're digging into how this desire is hurting your homeschool and your relationships and three steps to change negative patterns in your home. So grab a notebook and a pen and let's dig in. Hey mama, welcome to the Nourished Mom Podcast where you're going to learn how to find balance between homeschooling, housework, and all the other things. God is calling your family to a life of peace and goodness, even on those days when you're trying to remember why you chose to homeschool, you just want a minute to yourself, and you're overwhelmed with a million things to do. If you're ready for simple routines, time management strategies, and biblical mindsets to transform your days from on balance to intentional, then you are in the right place. So set those kiddos up with some Legos, some independent work, or whatever is going to keep them engaged for the next 15 minutes while we dig into today's show. Welcome back to the Nourished Mom podcast. This week we are celebrating the one year anniversary of the podcast. What? I can't believe it. And I just want to celebrate, celebrate good times, come on, come on, celebrate with me. (laughs) I just, I feel so called to this and I just pray that it really continues to grow and to help other homeschool moms find the peace that they're seeking, that it continues to lead them closer to Jesus and build rhythms and routines that just truly put the important things first. And this review that I'm going to share today really, really summarizes what it's all about. Gina, who is actually a really good friend of mine from back in high school, wrote, I highly recommend this for any mama who needs some tips on prioritizing and creating healthy habits. Also could use all the help to deal with the stress, which is life. I lost my faith along the way, and I believe bringing it back into my life will help me so much. Thank you, Brandy. It's all spot on. Can't wait to hear the next episode. And that's just, that's really what it's all about. Like, I'm Gina, I'm praying for you that, that your faith will be relit and the Lord will just show up in powerful ways in your life. And mamas, I'm helping that you can help me celebrate to reach more moms. So if you could please take a quick second, pause the podcast, and leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. This is the number one way to get my podcast seen by other mamas like you, like me, that need the encouragement, that need the community, that need Jesus. And the second way is to share the show with a friend on your Facebook, on your Instagram, however it's easy for you to share. I would so greatly appreciate it. So let's get to celebrating. Help me out, mamas. All right. So I want to dig in to this topic of control and really what the Lord has shown me recently. 
So I was getting ready to do a three-day fast that I was doing with a group of friends. And I had never done a three-day fast before. And it had been a couple of months that God had really been putting it on my heart. And like every time I opened the Bible, like God highlighted a scripture on fasting. Like no kidding. Like how many scriptures in the Bible are, talk about fasting. There's a lot. You'd be surprised. But every time I opened up my Bible, for sure, I saw one and God really highlighted it to me. So, okay, Lord, I get it. But I was dragging my feet for like months. And it really reminded me of a quote from Elizabeth Elliot that I shared, which says, a whole lot of what we call struggling is simply delayed obedience. Like, why was I putting it off when the Lord was like so clearly calling me to it? And I know that it was because I was afraid, right? Sometimes when I go without food, I get cranky. My mind isn't clear. I feel like I can't make good decisions and I get overwhelmed. And I didn't know how I would be able to pull off homeschooling and keep up with all the things if I was tired and cranky and didn't have a clear mind. And I had had a friend who had been fasting at the time. And I wanted to ask her, like, do you even attempt doing school during a fast because I can just totally picture it going really bad. And immediately, immediately I was convicted. Like the Lord was like, that is the whole point because I like to be in control, right? I like to lean on my own wisdom, on my own strengths, on my systems, on my routines, making sure everything's in its place. And there were just so many aspects of my life that I just continued to rely on my own strength instead of trusting in God. And that was the whole point of the fast. Like, it's okay if my systems aren't in place. It's okay if I don't get the things done that I want to do. Just trust in the Lord. Let it go. But don't we love to be in control? And it really goes back to original sin. We want to be the ruler. We want to be God of our lives. And that's the first sin in the Garden of Eden. It was an attack against God's sovereignty, his authority. When we're trusting in our own strength, aren't we still challenging his authority? Aren't we going back to that original sin? And I've realized over and over that it's this want for control that is at the root of so many of my bad homeschool days. The ones where I lose my temper on the kids, I end up yelling or using my words to discourage them or provoke them. And you know, I think... It's really easy to try to justify our actions when we do things like that. Like by saying, you know, children should be obedient and learn the consequences for their actions or they should listen. They should know how to listen. And like I get that. But as I pay attention, I start to realize that many of the things that I actually get aggravated about are not even an issue between right and wrong. And they're simply an issue of me being selfish or prideful or wanting control. So I realized this, I mean, this has been a journey for a real long time, but right now the Lord, during the fast and everything, he really has just pointed it out to me. But the other day I was in the car with the kids and I put a podcast on for the kids, just one that I thought they would like. And Silas was like, oh, hey, can we listen to a different podcast? And like right away I started getting agitated, like, like, no, we're going to listen to the podcast that I chose for you. And I took a step back, like, why? Why does it have to be my way? Is my way better than his way? Like, is the podcast that he wants to choose better than, I mean, is the one that I chose better than the one that he wanted to choose? Not really. But I got aggravated because I wanted it to be my way. So silly. And like, yes, it is our job to have authority over our children. But 
our authority should be rooted in the love of Christ, right? Our motives should be to help our children grow by teaching them right from wrong, not by selfishly trying to gain control over all the situations. Proverbs 22.6 tells us to train up a child in the way they should go. I'm pretty sure that a lot of you are familiar with this verse. Train, right? The word for train means to teach a skill or behavior through practice and instruction over a period of time. So our job isn't to control their behavior every moment. It's to show them a better way, to show them the right way and teach them how to do it. Right, Deuteronomy 6, 4 through 9 tells us to teach your children the words of God. And that word for teach is the same word um, as to sharpen the blade of a tool. And that sharpening of a tool requires repetitive friction and grinding, right? It's over and over teaching them, showing them, not trying to gain control of a specific situation just for the sake of gaining control and saying, I'm the one in charge. Like, okay, you are the one in charge, but how are you going to use that to teach your kids and train them? And when it comes down to it, Ultimately, we don't have the power to make decisions for our children. We can't control them, especially as they get older. But we can teach them and train them to make good decisions. This book that I love, um, it's a parenting book by the author Paul David Tripp. And in the book, he says, The goal is not to control behavior. The goal is a heart change and a life change. And this change happens through the Holy Spirit. But mamas, we are the hands and feet of God teaching our children how to connect with him, teaching them right from wrong. And if you want to dive into this a little bit more, um, into the mindsets around controlling and teaching, check out episode number five because I go into this a lot deeper. But what does this look like? How can we walk this out? How can we stop letting our desire for control disrupt and destroy our good efforts? Because really, that's what it's doing. When we get angry and yell, what's, what good is that? What's happening? We're showing our kids that it's okay to act out in anger. We're showing them that it's okay to be selfish and prideful. And it's not, there's no fruit that's coming from it. But when we keep our cool and we teach them, you know, that maybe what they're doing isn't right and there is a better way, there's so much fruit that comes from that. And so I have three steps for you to kind of like help you walk this out. So the number one step is that you need to be in the word. You need to be communicating with God in prayer, right? If you want the fruits of the spirit to grow in your life, which I mean, I've been praying for, for since I don't know when, but I see the Lord faithfully growing them and he's going to do it for you too. But we need to focus on learning the things of God, right? So if you're not in God's word, if you're not finding time for the things that are most important because you're too bogged down and you're just trying to keep up. It's time to get serious about your time. It's time to start using the tools, like start using them, implementing the things you're learning about here in the podcast, the routines, the habits, the time management. And if you need help with that, book a routine coaching call with me to get a clear plan to start taking action today. And you're going to get some accountability. I'm going to kick your butt into gear because I love you. And um, I will link my schedule in the show notes so you can book. And I've got two spots left for January. All right, so number one, you need to get in God's word. Number two, pay attention to your triggers. What aggravates you? 
What causes you to be impatient with your kids? What causes you to lose your cool? Are you believing lies about these situations? Sometimes our mindset is all off and the enemy is just filtrating our mind with lies. Lies like that if school time doesn't look like your kids sitting down, they're not learning. Lies like if your kids are rebelling and refusing to do their schoolwork, you're not doing a good job and maybe you're not equipped to homeschool. That's a lie. Your kids are going to rebel sometimes. If your kids are having a hard time focusing, they're disrespecting you. That's not true. That's not always true. And there is a place, sometimes it is true, and we need to sit them down and teach them that lesson. But sometimes they're just having a hard time focusing. Other lies, um, that your worth is based on how clean your house is, that you don't have enough time or energy to do what God is calling you. I denounce these lies in the name of Jesus. Lord, help us to see your truth. And like, what are the motives when you're triggered? What do they reveal about your own sin and your heart? Are your motives that, you really just want your kids to learn what's right or are your motives that they're aggravating you? They're not doing things the way that you want them to do. Um, Things aren't playing out the way that you want or you're stressed or overwhelmed because you can't keep up. What are your motives when triggered? What is it revealing about your own sin in your heart? And number three, be prepared to walk in God's truth when you are tempted to anger. Dig into these triggers and make sure your beliefs around them are rooted in truth. So that goes kind of back to number one. You got to search scripture. Pick out Bible verses that you can turn to in specific situations. When those situations come up, turn to God in prayer and speak those verses. Speak those truth over the situation. And if you want to dive deeper into diffusing your triggers, I talk more about it in episode 12. Um, really good episode. All right. So we need to get the right mindset around our role as a mother and as a teacher, right? Our role is to teach and guide, not to control. Your kids are going to break the rules. They're going to rebel. Are you going to respond in aggravation and anger? Or are you going to respond with a clear mind to teach them what the Bible says about what is right? Because the fruit of the Spirit is self-control, not us trying to control others, right? And God... God has been pulling these layers back in my life for a while now, especially since we started homeschooling and revealing my sin and my selfishness and my pride. And it's just made me realize that this work of homeschooling, ladies, it's not just teaching our kids. God is teaching us. He's revealing our sin. He's bringing us, he's making us more pure in in Christ. He's growing us with the Holy Spirit if we let him, right? And it's amazing and it's hard, it's hard and it's beautiful to see God reveal our sin and our selfishness and transform us with his truth. So my question to you is, what is God trying to reveal to you? Pay attention when you're triggered. Are you trying to control all the things that you have no business controlling? Pray about it. Seek the Lord. So back to my three-day fast. How did it turn out? So honestly, my three-day fast was really, truly amazing. And God has done so much through it for me personally and through the other women that I was doing it with. But not because of me. Not because of me. Because of God's strength. Because when I am weak, he is made strong. So at the beginning of the fast, I, I made the commitment to submit. 
right? I acknowledged that I wouldn't be able to control it all, that we probably wouldn't get every box checked and my plans probably wouldn't play out the way I wanted them to. And I wouldn't be able to control all of the things and control my kids' behavior. And that was okay. That the Lord would use it for his glory no matter how it played out. And you know what happened? Silas was like, extremely rebellious um, a couple of the days during the fast, or maybe it was just one day. And he did a couple things that I won't mention. Not terrible, not terrible, but, um, you know, I won't mention them out of respect for him because I know he wouldn't appreciate it. But he pushed the rules like any nine-year-old would do. And there was a day when he flat out refused to do a schoolwork for like an hour or so. So this exactly what was happening was what I was afraid of happening. And I was afraid of it because I didn't think I could keep my cool if I was tired and hungry, right? I couldn't keep my cool if I was relying in my own strength. Normally, this would trigger me to go into a rant about how he's so ungrateful and disrespectful and I would start yelling. But what does that accomplish? It just makes him mad at me. It doesn't teach him anything. But instead, because I was submitting to the Lord, because I was relying on his strength, I had this peace overcome me. And his truth just cover me that it's not my job to control Silas. And his rebellion honestly turned into a great opportunity to teach him about the consequences of his actions and about forgiveness and repentance. And God did use it all for his glory. It was great. And when I broke my fast, guess what happened? I immediately, immediately like within a second, had feelings of wanting to take control again and pick up the burdens. It was really crazy because it was so immediate and everything around me became agitated all of a sudden. Like I started getting overwhelmed. I started believing the lies that I had to depend on my own strength again. Like not today, Satan. And I turned to prayer right away. But through the process of the fast, I realized how much I wanted to control and how much I depended on my own strength and controlling all the little things to make me feel good, to make me comforted when really I should be turning to the Lord and that I don't have to carry those burdens that he is in control and he carries those things and he works all things out for his glory and for our good. But what I'm wondering is how many of your hard homeschooling days are the results of you trying to control things that you can't control or that you shouldn't control or are the results of your impatience or your selfishness. It's time to identify the lies, the sins that are holding you captive because the enemy wants to destroy our efforts to disciple and teach our children. We need to be prepared, mamas. Get into God's word consistently. Become aware of your triggers and what's really going on in your heart. Don't try to justify it. Don't try to sugarcoat it. Get real. And then arm yourself with scripture so you can speak truth over the triggering situations. Lord, I pray that you help us to submit to you instead of trying to gain control over the things that we can't or shouldn't and don't need to have control over. Lord, help us to let go of our worries, of our fears, And instead, trust in you. Let us walk in your freedom in the name of Jesus. Amen. Real quick before you go, if this podcast blessed you or inspired you in any way, could you please take a minute to write a review on Apple Podcasts? Writing a review is the number one way that you can help me to reach more moms just like you. And reading your reviews truly inspires me and encourages me to keep doing this work. Also, don't forget to connect with other like-minded mamas in our Facebook community 
so that we can encourage and uplift each other on this journey. The link to the Facebook group is in the show notes. Thank you for listening, and may your heart overflow with God's peace and love. God bless.